I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by business babe, apprentice finalist, and all-round extension queen. It's Danny Donovan, everybody! <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, babe. Honestly, right, I feel like I must, I have to hold my hands up straight away and say I've never watched an episode of The Apprentice. How bad's that? Well, to be honest, I'm quite glad about that because then you haven't seen me acting a fool for the past 12 weeks on national television. So I will take that as a good thing. No, honestly, though, don't even because I put on my Instagram that you were coming on as I often do. Like, does anyone have any questions and stuff? And everything I got was super complimentary. So I think potentially you're being a little bit hard on yourself. (laughs) I think when you watch it back, you do just focus on what you've done wrong. I think it's the same with anything. It's easy to, to just do that. And you know, like we're always going to be our, we're always going to be our toughest critics. Like that's, I, I think, especially someone like you who quite clearly, you know, you're doing The Apprentice, you have a business, you're obviously a high achiever. You're obviously quite driven. People like that, they always are really um, self-deprecating and pull apart like everything. So no, I, I bet it's not as bad as you think. And also <laughs> I, go on. So I was just going to say, it's funny that you say that because whenever anyone asks me what my biggest strength or my biggest weakness in business is, I always come back with the answer is that nothing is ever good enough. And I think Mm. it's good because it always pushes you further, but it's also a real negative because you're never happy with anything that you've done. Yeah. But then, so complacency, like it, like comfortable, it it breeds like being comfortable you know and when you're comfortable you don't push yourself when you're complacent you don't like strive to be better you just go yeah that was okay so you're not going to reach the dizzying heights that I assume you really want to reach you know if you're going yeah I did okay there nothing to improve absolutely (laughs) smashed it you're quite clearly have like big goals you know so maybe that's going to help you get to where you want to go miss yeah, 100%. I think you have to be a little bit crazy in order to be that little bit better than everyone else. You've got to do something that other people won't. So I think, yeah, definitely being out of your comfort zone is what's helped me to push through, I suppose. <clears throat> so what made you want to apply for the for the apprentice? Because I've the bits I've seen, you know, if I've been watching Gogglebox and it's come up or like, because obviously I'm familiar with the format. But like <laughs> it always looks so intense, Danny. Like I'm so nervous just watching it. <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, I've always watched it. And I actually first applied for The Apprentice when I was about, I must have been either 17 or 18, just started my business. Yeah, no lie. And I actually got an email back that I was putting an application, got an email back to go for an interview. And I never went. I was too 
scared. So oh. I, um, yeah, I know. And then I think I've just always watched it and thought without being rude to anyone that's been on there, because people are probably thinking about me, but I thought I can do that better than them. Surely they're not that silly or surely not. So I kind of wanted to go on there just to prove that I could do it. And it's mm. not until you're there that you realize how freaking hard it is. <laughs> uh, but then loads of stuff's like that. Like it's that thing, isn't it? When there's the meme and it's like that man sitting at home with the beer belly eating crisps, <laughs> yeah. watch, watching the boxing match being like, I could have ducked that. I could have done this. Like, <laughs> so easy to say it, but actually when you're living it and you're, and you're, you're under the pressure and you've had the bad night's sleep and you're not around your friends and family, like it is a whole different ball game, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. There's so many different factors that contribute to it. Like, for example, even just being tired, like you're not on the yeah. top of your game or if you've not eaten the right thing for breakfast or or whatever, there are so many different things. It's so unfamiliar. And I think yeah. that's what I struggled with at the start. It was just such a new environment. Yeah. And do you think that's on purpose? Because, you know, like it's sort of getting you out of your comfort zone, taking you away from your bed and your mom and your like your family and your friends who could be a support system for you and you know do you think that's all part of the game yeah I feel like it is because I think in order to be Lord Sugar's business partner you need to prove that no matter what the circumstances no matter if your mum's there to hold your hand you need to be a serious solid business person who's not going to keep coming up with excuses or anything like that so I think you're completely stripped back in order to see if you've got what it takes yeah and also I feel like I mean I feel like just hearing you say there being like oh to be Lord Sugar's business partner like I I, I got a bit tingly, like I got a bit excited, <laughs> like, is it as competitive as it looks? Or like people absolutely, is it a bit cutthroat? It is absolutely savage. And like <laughs> I said, I I literally come from an environment. I've owned the salon since I was 19 years old. Yeah. I pretty much work with my mates every day. Like we're surrounded yeah. by love. Like no one's kind of out to get anyone. I got there and I thought, what the have I got myself in for? Like... <laughs> I was just thinking like, it's, it is so competitive. But I think as soon as you learn that, you detach your emotions and think, right, I am here to do a job. I can do this job just as well as anyone else. I think it gets a lot easier. But yeah, yeah. it is cutthroat. <laughs> Must be hard though, because I'm very like you. Like, I believe we rise by lifting others. I think, you know, the star would, the sky would be very dark with just one star. Like, let's all do it together. Like, <laughs> I'm so cheesy, mate. Like, I want everyone yeah. to do well. And to be in an environment where actually, like, you're properly pitted against each other, I feel like I'd be like a fish out of water. I don't know if I could detach. Did you struggle? I did struggle. Um, at first, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I really did because I thought I want to make friends with these people. Yeah. How? And, and I thought I don't want to say anything horrible about anyone or I don't want to kind of go against anyone but I remember going into it I thought right all I want to do here is make sure that I am unapologetically myself that was my game plan just to stick to being me and I think you can do that without throwing other people under the bus like a really a good saying I like is you shouldn't have to blow out anyone's candle in order to make your shine brighter and that's what I kept <laughs> trying to remember in my head just keep doing what you're doing you can do it with grace you can do it without kind of being um I don't know what the word is, but basically finding like, one under the bus. You can do without being mal malicious, you know? Yeah. And like all yeah. I think it's a competition, which is fair enough, but like you don't have to, you don't have to be overly competitive. It doesn't have to be, you know, too harsh, right? 
No. And that's the thing. I think one thing about me, and I think actually this relates a lot to my business, is I'm not competitive with other people, believe it or not. I'm just very competitive with myself. Whenever I do something, I always want to prove it to myself, not to other people. So I think it was just a constant dialogue in my head of this is for me. You can do this. You can prove yourself. I remember just having like little pep talks before uh, pitch and stuff, rolling my shoulders back, like, come on, you've got this. Like, (laughs) it was funny. I actually had four songs downloaded onto this um, little um, iPod thing. And, yeah. and I remember what, at night... What, please, I some... please tell me what they were. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Sorry, come on. I feel like I want to listen to them. Come on. Give, do you want okay, to tell them so, on? Okay, yeah, go on. So what was... Well, the first one was Don't Worry, Be Happy. Is it, oh. when is that? that one. Don't worry. worry. Yeah, that one I had on yeah. there. I had the one that... You know the song that's that feeling good? like I should that one yeah. Saturday best is cold I had that on there I had Kelly Clarkson break away <laughs> yes honey <laughs> that, that was like me as a kid thinking right I'm onto big things here <laughs> and then um, what else did I have on there oh I had four hours worth of rain music to get to sleep to at night so that Fair was enough. good yeah <laughs> they were my four things that I had <laughs> just to get you all fired up yeah, basically. <laughs> talk, talk me through like a normal day in like the, and I know every day is different and like you're off doing like wild mad things, but in terms of like, cause we don't see an awful lot at the big house, do we? And I feel like there as a reality TV, um, what would I call myself? Like, OG? <laughs> you, you can come back anytime. I love you. No, I was, Fucking farm. I was leaning far more towards like old bastard, like old days. Yeah, so it's like someone who's sort of a veteran. That's what I was looking for. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm kind of interested in what goes on behind, like you know the the stalls and the competitions and everything. Like what it's like. Do you are you all just so shattered? You go to bed. Like do you have like sort of family dinner type things? Like give me the goss from the house, mate. So, I mean, it's when you say the word normal and the words apprentice in, in the same sentence, they never really quite go together because every day is so different. Yeah. Like sometimes you're up at ridiculous o'clock in the morning. Well, most times you're up at ridiculous o'clock in the morning. Then you're literally straight downstairs, 20 minutes out the door. Um, there are some down days, but obviously on the down days, you need to do not really very exciting things. You've got to catch up on washing. You've got yeah. to change your bed sheets, do all of those sorts of things. So, um, I mean, we did, to be honest, we'd usually eat on, obviously have to eat when we was out or wherever we was, and then literally just go home, put the rain music in and crash in bed and just try and get as many hours as you can. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. So when you say you're up early most days, like how early is early? 
oh, don't even, because I'm not, I'm not going to lie, not the earliest of risers. Like eight o'clock to me is <laughs> an early start. <laughs> yeah, not a morning bird. I always see anything like pre-7am feels a bit criminal, oh. but. Yeah, and I need a nap midday if I do. But, it's, I mean, sometimes we was up at like 3. You can see it's pitch black when we get up 3, 4 a.m. If we've got a task that's far away, we've got to get up, get there. Like, there's so much to do in the days. But, I mean, you just power through, and I don't know how you do it because if someone asked me to do it now, I'd think, I don't know, don't think I could do that. But you do, you get, I think you run on adrenaline most of the time. Yeah. Absolutely. But you must do, you know, like your nerves and everything just pumping through your body. Um, you did well then, mate, to get up, do your makeup, look like, do your hair, look proper smart at that time. I'd be rolling out looking like a raccoon in the garage. <laughs> a raccoon. To be fair, I did feel like a raccoon in the garage when I woke up, to be honest with you. But you just learn this really quick little makeup routine. I mean, yeah. it's not obviously what you do on a night out, but I think the hardest part was having no lash extensions or nothing like that. I'm in the morning, like trying to stick a few in the corners and stuff. But like you always think, oh, if I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to look my absolute best. Yeah. But you really just don't even care about that. You wash your hair the night before or like the week before, dry shampoo it a bit and you're out the door. That's the beauty of having extensions though. Yeah. Do you know what, mate? I used to, I used to, I think when I was younger, I often thought the same. I would see all these like gorgeous and glamorous women on the TV, like, you know, and think, oh, one day that might be me and blah, blah, blah. And then of course my first like furore into the world of TV was like Geordie Shaw. And I was just, well, if I wasn't mortal on the telly, I was like hung over with like hair extensions hanging out my head and like bits of kebab on my face. So no, I... <laughs> Like definitely didn't, I definitely wasn't presented as the per, the version of me I thought I was going to be when I was on the telly. So don't worry, you looked a damn no. sight better than I did, mate. That's what I'd always remember. Like when we'd film little bits after, so say if somebody had been fired, we'd film like basically like um, little clips to say like what we liked about them and how well they've done and stuff. And I always remember, I used to think, do you know what? I'm going to be a relatable queen. Like they'd get me up on a, on, on a down day and I'd have no makeup on. I think I'm going to go on there with no makeup. I thought, why yeah. not? Like <laughs> <laughs> seen what I look like in the morning so yeah oh but I think that's important like in the same way I I like to show sort of you know both sides of the coin on Instagram like lovely glam nights out gorgeous red carpets whatever but also like me days when I'm just sort of like in the house with the dogs or when I I'm feeling a bit low like I I think you've I think you're right it, it is really relatable and people love to see that yeah. And I think even for myself, I think before going on there, you sort of feel this pressure to always look your best. And yeah. I think I thought after having seen, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought people seeing me with no makeup on stuff, it would actually knock my confidence or make me feel a bit insecure. But I think it's done the actual opposite. Going yeah. on TV and people just seeing you for what you are. I feel like now I yeah. literally just don't give a shit. Like I really don't. Like, I feel like it's, you've it's seen liberating, isn't it? It's so liberating. Like no face up, no nothing like that. You're just there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, they've seen it now. So you might as well not even bother. Yeah. No, but then I do think it's like part of self-acceptance, you know, is just being like, this is me, what's and all. And actually, you know what, Danny? Like, that's not what you were there for. Like you exactly. were there just to show that you were a shrewd businesswoman, that you were hard work and that you were strong, that you were sassy, like all these things. Like it wasn't about like how well you did your makeup, you know? Exactly. And I never claimed to be a, a makeup artist on there. I, obviously, <laughs> hair was my thing. So, I mean, you might have caught me slipping a couple of times with my hair, but most of the time, I think it did look all right. I made sure that was my priority, my hair. 
Yeah. How do you feel like as a, as a young girl going into that boardroom, you know, and boardrooms are traditionally a very male dominated environment. And I know we're making like leaps and ba- like bounds in that space and smashing that glass ceiling, so to speak. But I definitely think there's still so much progression. Did you feel like you had the weight of every woman in the UK on your shoulders? Or were you just like, fuck this, I'm doing it for me? Do you know what? I think, again, relating back to just being myself, I always actually felt quite comfortable going into the boardroom. Love purely, that. Love that. I did, purely because in the task, and like I said, I always just wanted to do things like basically just be honest and and do things with intent and do things with heart and do things that I believed in. And I think if you're not doing things that are sly or you're not doing things to kind of catch people out, when you're going to the boardroom, you just be honest and you just tell all. And I think I actually felt like the boardroom was kind of a safe space where there's no um, kind of no skeletons in the closet everything is out on the table um on the very big table and you're all there (laughs) and they know everything that goes on Karen Tim Lord Sugar they obviously you're mic'd up they can they they can see everything you're doing so I actually really quite liked the boardroom because I felt like that was my chance to sort of say this is what I've done this is why I've done it tell me what you think basically but then it's exactly like you say if you are living in a way that's transparent. If you are doing your best and not chucking anybody under the bus, those spaces shouldn't be a source of anxiety. Exactly that. And I think if I'd have done things that were sly or maybe my team didn't know about or whatever, um, or things that I couldn't own, I think that's the main thing. If I, if there was ever a stage where I'd done something, say for example, you probably haven't seen it, but the water in the desert, I basically caused a drought in the middle of Dubai. And there was, we basically allocated people three glasses of water in what, 46 degree heat. So Uh I was obviously trying to budget or whatever, but when they said to me, who would be responsible? I said, well, that was me. I, I I decided to like allocate the water, um, but I didn't expect it to be announced to the clients that they had a limited amount of water. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think as long as you're honest and you can own what you've done, there's not really too much backlash. Nah. And I think living honestly is always just a real, the best way to be. Like I'm, I'm completely that person. But on the flip side of that, was there anybody who was like so malicious, always just looking to throw people under the bus proper underhand? Do you know what? I think, I don't think so. I think everyone, rather than throwing other people under the bus, I think what everyone was trying to do was make themselves look good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think although it might have felt or it might have looked on TV, oh, they're trying to keep like saying, oh, well, well, this didn't happen or that didn't happen. All they're trying to do is actually highlight in an intense environment what they actually did well. Do you know what I mean? And I mean, that might like make you look like an idiot because obviously you did the opposite, but they are just trying to show themselves in a good light. So it is still quite, I know you wanted it to be like, you you were trying your best to have it like a lovely sort of, fluffy kitten teamwork vibes and rainbows yeah (laughs) but it is it is quite doggy dog isn't it it is. And I think that is kind of business in general. Um, I think obviously you do have to work collaboratively, depend on your environment. But at the end of the day, if you own a business, you need to make those decisions and and kind of you you do have to sort of, yeah, just back what you've done, basically. Um, I feel like 
you are really wise for your years. And I'm trying, I was like stumbled over that because I was trying to think of a way to say that didn't sound patronizing and make it sound like your ma. But I, just, I feel like my mum would disagree. <laughs> well, honestly, this version of you I'm getting, I'm like, wow, if I was like this shrewd and sensible and honest and transparent and like brilliant and, you know, sort of knew myself this much in my 20s, I would have saved myself a lot of fucking a lot, of, a lot of stick and a lot of sticky situations. Yeah, I do appreciate that because I but I think obviously there's so many different sides to a person. When it comes to business, that is just how I've always run my business. And I think obviously because I've done it from such a young age, I feel like I've always just taken on that responsibility and I suppose had to be a bit wise um, Monday to Friday. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So is it, would I see, would I see a different version on a Saturday and a Sunday? Yeah, of course. I like, just like anyone, like I love going out. I love a dance with the girls. Um, so I think it's good to be able to let your hair down and to be able to have a good time when you do run a business. Um, and I think that's kind of what I've been building up to. When I was younger, I used to work every hour under the sun and now I don't work weekends. I do like time to myself. So yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that I've been able to do that at such a young age. Yeah, honestly, babe, like everybody's entitled to time off. Like I bet even Alan, like Sir Alan himself goes down the local all bar one and has like a porn star martini with the girls while dancing to Beyonce. Yeah, well, he does always have a suntan. So I think he does He does actually uh, know how to go on holiday and enjoy himself. <laughs> well, maybe he's not the cocktail in all bar one. Then, <laughs> maybe, no, <laughs> but maybe he's chilling in the Bahamas or something like that. Sounds far more his speed. <laughs> yeah. I've loved talking to you in part one Danny in part two I can't wait to hear all about your hair extension business and get the goss on Sir Alan himself small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.